2: No longer motivated by fear or bread. I once was a fighter and a miser Now I'm a
1: lover with a level head Instead of choosing to live in reaction mode I set intention before me Let it go and flow
0: Bro. Welcome back and to Ball no. Don't Lie right here on 104.9 on The Horn. It is a 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick plays jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings that you can catch live right here in the ATX. Who are jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is Uncle Lucius. They just got back together. Uh, they mm. took a break there for several years and have just recently got back together. They're playing tonight and tomorrow night at Continental Club. Uncle Lucius. Uncle Lucius. Like really Really talented group. They are very talented. They broke up for a while, kind of all went their separate ways. They've got back together within the last couple months uh, and started playing some shows again. Do them tonight and tomorrow at. Uh, Continental Club. I like that. There you go. I like uh,
0: that. Patrick always uh, keeping you in the know. Uh, That's what 512 Friday is all about. You can be a part of the show on the Specs Text Line 512-337-3776 Speaking of keeping you in the know, you should know about Texas baseball right now. Uh, They are up 4-2, top of the 8th right now. It's the first of a doubleheader. That's right. First game of a doubleheader.
2: That's right. And if you're looking for the game, it's on 101.9 and 1260 a.m. right now. So if you start looking for them right now and you're trying to figure it out, that's where they are. That's why you can't hear it. You're hearing Rod and myself and Patrick talking about the game. And then also at 615, we will turn it over to Craig Way and Roger Wallace where you could hear it Mm -hmm. on all of the stations at that point.
0: Full shizzle.
2: Uh, Also uh, the San Jose State just got a man
0: on base. just, uh, Just walked. Yeah. Base. No outs. None. Top of the eighth right now. Texas up 4 to 2. No doubt. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll keep you abreast of what's going on with that matchup. But I want to get to the NBA playoffs, gentlemen. I think we should start. Well, what do you want to start? You want to start with the team that closed it out or start with the team that forced the game seven? Which one of those storylines? Is more important.
2: I want to talk about the team that got sent
0: home. You want to talk about the team that got sent home?
2: Yeah, not the ones that okay. closed it out. The ones that okay, you, okay, are okay. about to be broken up. Wow. Like the so you want to Fives. start with the loser? Yeah, I want to start with the loser. Wow.
0: Okay, yeah, let's start with the loser then. Yeah. Uh, the Suns, because uh, they are the ultimate loser because uh, their uh, playoff hopes have been dashed. They are done for the season. And it was an embarrassing loss, gentlemen. I Say mean, it again. Uh, It was shameful. I mean, I feel like they should. You you ever watch Game of Thrones where she's played, she got the bell and shame. (laughs) Shame. Shame.
2: I feel like that
0: should have been uh, played all throughout the arena for the Phoenix Suns. They lost 125 to 100, but that really wasn't the story. This game was over before it even really started, guys. First quarter, uh, Jokic and Caldwell Pope just went. They went eight blank, as the yes, kids would say. Yes, they did. Uh, he scored thirty-one yeah, they points did. combined. That was more than the Phoenix Suns scored. They were 13 of 16 combined. Uh, so that was 31 of the 44 points total that the uh Denver Nuggets scored in the first quarter. And then that by halftime, they had eighty-one points,
2: gentlemen. To eighty-one fi- points. To fifty-one. They were outscored by thirty. At halftime, it was the
0: most points in halftime uh, by road team in playoff history.
2: Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. It, it was by a, halftime. It, in was, terms of by halftime, I mean yeah. it was a, an embarrassing display. Even wow. Kevin Durant said they asked him a question. He said it was embarrassing. That's all he could say. Oh, yeah. But here is the other part: you about should this. be embarrassed. So you go out there and you make a trade. You think that you are doing the right thing. You are giving up all these parts. And I remember the day that it happened. Patrick was like, this is a dumb trade because they were giving up so much for Kevin Durant that they have zero bench. For
0: those who uh, need to be reminded, they gave up uh, Mikael Bridges. Uh, they gave up Jay Crowder. Cam
2: Johnson. Cam Johnson at a pick swap and four first-round picks for KD. And yeah. Kevin, I mean Kevin, uh, Patrick said at that moment, he said, this is a terrible, terrible trade for the organization because – you have now depended upon three people, or four, technically, because of Kevin—not Kevin Durant, but Chris Paul. But we already knew what Chris Paul was. We've all talked about it. He's not that guy that a few years ago, well, a while back, that the league decided to put the kibosh on a trade to L.A. <laughs> when he was at his prime. He was—he was, he was yeah. going to be one of the best players in the league at that time. And now he's he's a shell of himself. You go and get KD. We were talking about Devin Booker and he how he was on attack mode. But the way that they performed once they got back home, that was the embarrassing part. Again, we heard people booing during the game they when they were going to, to the hot halftime. They deserved it. And it was an opportunity for you to win at home. And that's the performance. When you talk about the fact that Cameron Payne is your leading scorer, that is a problem.
0: When the fans witnessed this against the Mavs,
2: yes, <laughs> right? yes, uh, last two years year. ago, yeah, like last yeah. year, last year. So that's yeah.
0: in a similar situation, they also had a very shameful, embarrassing performance. I think Patrick. That's why you got the booze. They're like, dude, we've seen this before. Can you
1: added KD. You add the. Bo- you can boo all you want, Phoenix. You knew this was what was going to happen <laughs> before the game. You can't lose two guys <laughs> on a four-man team. You have yep. a four-man team, yep. and you lost half of them. And I got you got the two good ones, but you still can't expect to do anything against a team that was already better than you. They, they Denver was going to win this series no matter what. They were going; they're just a better team right now. They have yep. more guys on that team. They've been building up. They were able to basically give away a player to, because he was not a mm-hmm. culture fit with the team. They were able to do that. This. Uh, uh, the the Durant trade is fine if you have other pieces in place and you say, Okay, because we did Durant, we're gonna we've already leveraged our future. Let's let's go all in, let's try and move everything, let's try and build peace around, let's go heavy in the buyout market and try and get some other guys in here. Let's get a bunch of old guy whoever we got, but we gotta replace mm-hmm. somewhat of the production that we lost to get at Kevin Durant. Because what if, let's just say, one of our guys isn't shooting the ball well one night? We just lose every right. single game that KD or, or Devin Booker doesn't shoot the ball well. And that's where they got to. And, and I'll give the Suns credit. They at least came out. I thought they weren't even going to show up in this game. They played a solid six minutes of basketball. And then. <laughs> no, and then solid six. You're being, you're being generous. <laughs> no, no, they did. Because they, they had the lead at the beginning of the game. And you were like, wow. I expect the Suns to never lead in this game the entire time. And Jokic, you go to the sideline. And you can see Jokic basically going, there's two of them. Why are we losing? And after that, they realized there was two of them, and they just they just overplayed. They let Cameron Payne. They go, Cameron, look, if you want to be a star, go for it. We know you're not going to shoot a high enough percentage that you can't beat us. And you can't play defense because you lost DeAndre Ayton, which I know people hate DeAndre Ayton. He was at least a body you could put on him. You have right. Jock Landell, who I like Jock Landell. He's playing he, hard. He shouldn't be a starter in a playoff series against the Denver Nuggets. It, we knew this wasn't going to work because everyone got hurt. But – this was this is the problem when these and the same problem happened to the Mavericks. You can't make a trade for one guy and expect it to still not make sense basketball-wise. Where you say, "Hey, we had a really we have a good roster, we have a pretty good roster, but we're one player away." And then you take some pieces out and then put one player in and expect to still be one player away and you go, "No, no, but you took the pieces out." You you don't you you have to account for what you took out. If I have $5 and I say, "Well, if I if I give this guy three dollars, he will give me two dollars and then I'll have seven dollars. It's not how it works. <laughs> I
0: hope that's not how they're thinking.
2: <laughs> but that is what they sure seems that way.
1: But that's what they're doing. And and so it's just you come back and they think they have more but they oh, don't. That's not how they're thinking. And and so they they have this theory that if you take away and we get now we're 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 a piece away. Well let's give up Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah. And, yeah. and and Spencer did win. He are we still a piece away? Well now we're two to three pieces away because we gave up two pieces. So we got him in. We're now we're a piece or two away now. I think so. We, we needed we needed a piece and you took you took value away. You took away Mikael Bridges, who showed you what he could do in Brooklyn at the end of the season when he was the star of that team and put up forty points and, and he goes, Oh, I can score. They just didn't let me because they were trying to score over there. Agreed. But I actually played defense. Agreed. You you got rid of Cam Johnson, who everybody thought was a bad pick. You're able to leverage him, and then you turn him into a KD who I love KD. But you you can't say you're a piece away and then give up two solid pieces and a Jay Crowder who I know wasn't thrilled to be there at the time. But you need to put a body if you match up against, let's say, Denver. Let's talk
0: about KD, actually. Yeah, let's do um, it. KD and his legacy because mm-hmm. uh, this is another kind of failed experiment with KD. And KD is one of the only superstars in the history of the NBA, maybe the only superstar in the history of the NBA, to win a championship and be less respected um, <laughs> because people believe that he had to join a super team to get it, had to join the Warriors, and already championship squad to get it, and not that he didn't contribute to that. But um, KD's legacy has taken some serious hits in the last Correct. three or four years. Correct. And I want. I mean, he's got. He's got not plenty of time. He's got time to recover, but uh, where is his legacy at this point? Because he definitely cannot. I think he was at one point trying to be in the same realm as LeBron, a guy that can be added. You know, there's a, they call it the LeBron effect, where you know there is a kind of lingering hangover after you get LeBron because there's so much, yep. um, you know, adaptation to whatever there's so LeBron is doing. So much shrapnel
2: to being left. Well, yeah, the I mean side.
0: LeBron yeah. is a force. So I mean, there, he yep. leaves a, yeah, he changes a lot when he comes in. Right? There's a, there's a butterfly effect, if you will, to LeBron James coming in, but it has resulted in championships.
2: Correct. And right. you love for, those championships for, for
0: every squad he's been on, except for the first time with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was young and he couldn't get it done. But then after that, that's fair. Went to Miami, yep, won yep. championship. Went back to Cleveland, won championship. Went to L.A., won championship. That's what KD is trying to replicate. That presence. I go somewhere and my presence alone, there will be a a positive butterfly effect, domino effect that will lead to a championship at one point, point. and that has not happened. It only happened with the Golden State Warriors. I agree. So is where is his legacy in your opinion?
2: Well, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people always give LeBron a lot of crap and grief, right? With his his announcement, his decision when he did the decision, right? So KD goes <clears throat> and he wins championships with Golden State. And everybody attacks him. Man, you you you're not a leader. You're not that guy. Well, then he goes, he tries that. He tries to go and become that leader. He goes to Brooklyn and he's like, okay, we're going to build this team around us and we're going to be able to do this. Well, it falls apart in Brooklyn. And then you get this other opportunity and you get a chance to get hooked up with another great player in Devin Booker. Can Mm -hmm. we all agree that he is one of the the, the premier players in the league and people will go and watch him play? And as soon as that trade happened, what happened in Vegas? The odds went straight up. They were like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be it. Chris Paul's fine. I was in here saying this is Chris Paul's best chance to get himself this victory. Well, what ends up happening? That. It ends up you getting an L because of that. And now his legacy is he's a guy that is chasing these rings because he's not the ultimate leader. As you know, because he wants to be by himself, he's quiet. All I want to do is hoop. You know who I am. I'm KD. I can score with anybody, but you're not that leader that a team can say, "We're gonna put it on your back." I want you to lead our team. He can't be that guy, or oh, he doesn't want to be that guy. But but if against what's what's the saying when you are he who has the goal makes the rule. You are the gold. or oh, a heavy lies the crown and the crown is the <laughs> other one and the crown now is too heavy for him he doesn't he doesn't have those broad shoulders to be able to to take it to that next level and it's sad it's really sad because to me i think he's going to be go down in history as one of the greatest scorers in the game but is he going to be considered one of those champions or is he the paper champion as people like to talk about, I think you're a paper champion because you had to go with with the, one of the best teams in the history of the NBA. Agree. Okay. You had Steph, you had Clay, you had Draymond at their time. You had a coach who had already won. You went to a team that had already won a championship, but you haven't led a team to a championship. And I thought this year was going to be that. I thought he was the missing piece. I thought he was going to walk in and take it to that next level. And what we saw here recently, he was a guy that we all look at as a prolific scorer, but he is not that dude. He needs to win
0: one though I agree. to solidify his legacy away from away the Warriors. From the we Warriors. all
1: agree. I, I get yeah. that, but he I does. I, I... I, it depends on what his legacy is. Well, I don't his think legacy his legacy right now is that so he's a
0: mercenary I, that just goes to teams. It's not. Teams it's that he's one to, of the greatest
1: scores of all time, and championships are really secondary in that. Yeah, like, but, like Allen Iverson is thought is very good, right? Allen but, Iverson didn't win a title, right?
0: The reason he left Neither did Golden, Charles Barkley. The reason he left Golden State, in my opinion, is because he wants his legacy to be something other than what we are describing it as now as a prolific scorer one of the all-time greatest scorers yeah. he's well, i think he wants something i think he wants to be considered one of the all-time greatest players i think he does too period.
1: but i don't think he's ever been that and That's, i think he was he's 34 now we can tell that he's never run to play a full season ever again probably in his career he's he's going to have you know two or three more years where he's still really effective and then it's going to start to tail off a little bit more and more as you get older he's just you know a skinnier guy so you know you're going to start to have issues as you get into that 37 38 39 trying to play you know 60 70 games Grace a year.
0: cuz he's got a great
1: shot and outside game. No, and that's what I'm saying. still Grace be able to play and yeah. look, he hoops all the time. But I don't know if his legacy it's like it's when you put him there you go was he ever going to get close to Larry Bird? No, and Larry Bird's around that top 10. It's he's going to be a top 40 top 50 player all time. And he may creep into top thirty, but the, I don't think he was ever at that level where it's defining him of his championships. And, and honestly, if you look back, people don't remember anything, so those championships will not be remembered in fifteen years the way they're remembered now. People hate them now, but as the league continues to grow, it has always been that people just want to hate on guys. He'll be remembered more fondly of man. What was that? was that one of that? Wasn't that one of the funnest teams we ever got to watch? I think he'll be remembered a little bit more fondly than people hate on it now because they're just like, my team didn't win. And in the, fu- in the future you just go, oh, I didn't have a team then. So I didn't mm-hmm. care.
0: No, I, I don't disagree with that. No no question. Because um, you'll look at everything that he's accomplished. So in 20, 30 years we won't be having a heated debate about his legacy. But he won't be considered even in the 23rd years one of the all-time greatest players. He'll yeah. just be considered one of the all-time greatest scorers yeah. in the game, and people will be talking about how elite his scoring ability was and how freakish and alien-like it was. And I, I, I do, and I agree with everything you said. By the way, Patrick, I, I do think that at one point his trajectory. Right after he wins that title uh, and the finals MVP and everything.
2: Yeah. Multiples, pe- right? Then he went two MVPs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I believe at that point people are saying, man. Because the assumption was he might stay there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just keep on winning titles. And they're like, man. Because getting to Patrick's point in 20, 30 years, he has stayed there and just kept winning titles. Nobody would be talking about. Well, you know, he went there with the Warriors because he had to win a the title. They'll, all of us will be dead and gone, and they'll just be talking about. Now, man, look at his resume. He did this. He accomplished this. Look at the accolades. Look where his all-time in scoring. But that wasn't the case because it didn't work out there. Because now I do think KD is responding. This is a guy that has burner accounts, okay? So he's keeping up with, yeah, the, yeah. with the national discourse and the perception of him, all right? And, he, and, and, and we all agree that he is—he's conflicted, right? He is a guy that's kind of conflicted. This is a guy that says Biggie's his favorite rapper, and has a Tupac tattoo, right? He's just he's a conflicted guy. But so so I think he is responding to the, say
2: that again, Rob, for those that don't understand no, how conflicted he truly yeah, is. Yeah, he is. he's
0: just a conflicted guy. He's, he's he, Biggie's his favorite rapper, but he's got a Tupac tattoo, like he's just. He just, you know, he's he's just full of a, a lot of those, you yeah. know. It's all. It's, all it's good. always like, huh? Yeah. You're right. It's always like, huh? He's kind of just, you know, kind of walking cognitive dissonance for yeah. a certain, but that's okay. But I do yeah, think he yeah. is responding when he left Golden State, and there was a lot of different reasons, I'm sure. But one of them was I think that he knew, to hardest point, I got to go forge my own path. I need to be the reason a team wins a championship, um, and he didn't think that, that that the conversation was leading toward that point. When right. he was with Golden State, it was always he had to go to Golden State to win a title.
1: Yeah, but yep. that's and I, and he wanted I to mean, change that narrative. And I get that, and that's also and uh, it has not changed I, it, by the way. No, no, it the and, has. And the, narrative, the narrative, will change. <laughs> I mean, like people move on teams, people don't stay where they're at. I know everybody wants it to be that way. It just isn't the case. Most people go to different teams, but championship teams are built with drafts. Championship teams are built. they're it's very hard to build a team from nothing. And he tried. He tried to do it in Brooklyn. Like, he was really the guy to put together, let's get James Harden, let's get Kyrie Irving, and he put his, all his focus into that, and then they never played on the court to go. They couldn't stay healthy, they couldn't play on the court, then COVID happened everything else, and when all that happened, it basically shut down, that was, that was his attempt. All to players can't be
2: GMs. And that's I'm No, not it wasn't the that it, but, no not... but I'm just saying, all players cannot be GMs because every time you think you are putting something together and it backfires on you, it's an awful look. That's and a LeBron That's, effect. Why, that's exactly yeah. right. He and I, be LeBron. and, and I, I I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I'm telling you right now, when you start looking at it, and again, I was one of those people that as soon as he got traded to Phoenix. I was like, Phoenix is in the driver's seat. They're going to be the best team, Yeah, be- but you also have to have cohesiveness. Mm. And if you don't have that, nothing matters. Look at what they had in, in OKC. They had him, Russ, and James Harden, three of the best players eventually. Eventually. Yeah. And who was their coach at that time? I forgot. Scotty who. Brooks was still Scotty, in? Brooks. Was Scotty Brooks still there? And somebody who was a very intense, disciplinary coach. They didn't want to play Well, with no, and, and not only that,
1: mm. they had Serge Ibaka on that team, and people exactly. forget Serge Ibaka, but Serge Ibaka is the reason James Harden that. left because they paid Serge first. Yeah. So, yep. It, yep. And by the way, they don't win without Serge Ibaka because none I of those agree. dudes wanted to play defense, and KD will play and defense, he but he can't protector. body. And everybody but, got But paid. KD can play health defense really, really well. I don't want to disparage, But Russell Westbrook didn't really want to play defense until the fourth quarter. James Harden has never wanted to play defense, and, and he can. He just doesn't want to. When I told you about steals and that number being, James Harden is the king of let me try and play passing lane so I don't he's, have to play defense. Yeah, He's opportunistic. He's yeah. just kind of – He's like, look, I, if the guy drives at me, I'm not moving my feet. Yeah. I keep, son,
2: I keep trying to tell my son to jump in those, those,
1: in those lanes, too. I'm <laughs> like, know. get you some steel. You can anticipate it, yeah, man. You, you can, really you really can. can. You can but, but a coach will kill you because he's like, you just gave up two points going for a But But what if I got it? What if it don't matter? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I need you to be fundamentally silent. But I'll say, if COVID yeah. didn't happen, Durant's legacy may be different because Kyrie Irving plays in 40 to 50 more games with Brooklyn that year, and who knows what happens. But everyone's legacy is different if that doesn't happen. So yeah. you can't go on empty on butts, candies, and nuts, right? Yeah, I agree. I think he made his run for it. He's going to, he's in Phoenix. Now the problem is he is now in Phoenix and I don't know a way that they fix this. You know, I'm with you. That's a good point. Because I, it, it, I all, think the band
2: uh, is about to break up. Exactly.
1: Most bands, yeah, what you,
0: most bands break up. Most yep, bands yep. end up breaking up. That's just the truth. Though. We live in a live music capital of the world. Most bands, they end up breaking up. Patch can give you a ton of uh, bands We <laughs> just talked up. about it. Don't don't, about it. They don't don't got that together. Back. That's right. They got that together. The point of why yeah. LeBron's bands break up all the time. LeBron's bands yeah. break up, but the, LeBron's bands, before they break up, they always go platinum.
1: Right, I like that. so they always make like a mega that. hit like and then that. they break yeah. up. Right, like something that. goes
0: wrong because it's hard to be able to wrangle all these big egos. The problem with KD's bands is they never go platinum and they always break up too. It's like, dude, can you? I need you to go. And he did. We go. To Are the they state. one hit wonders? He did. We go to state, but that was like that was like Johnny Gill joining No Edition Oh, they was already they was there already good. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't do nothing, Johnny Ain't do that. Bobby Brown was cold too. You know what I'm saying? So I get it, man. I, it's a great conversation because I remember at one point we were talking about KD and LeBron. Was KD was LeBron was yeah. KD end uh, you know, up catching LeBron legacy yep. like potentially? And yeah. it's like I was like, damn, that seemed like a stupid argument now.
2: Yeah. It and does. it's like
0: just five six years later. It wasn't, yeah. it, it, it wasn't that long ago, it and was now we like, that long yeah, that ago. seemed like a dumb argument because LeBron has like accelerated now past. KD to the the point where uh, they're not even in the same conversation, really. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't no, have that and, sports and I mean, anymore. And
1: Kevin Durant will go into, you know, you find out where he ends up, how long he can play, and how high he can go on that scores list, too. Because the higher you go on that scores list, you enter in different realms. Yep. And then you're like, all right, well, once you pass Carl, can you pass yeah. Carl Malone You play forever? You're like, <laughs> because <Yeah>. you pass <laughs> Carl Malone, and Carl Malone's one of those guys that everyone would tell you is an all-time great, but you go, where does he actually sit on the all-time rankings? Because when you start to go by player by player, oh yeah, he was a great scorer. He's a great team. Never won a championship,
0: and a horrible person.
1: Yeah. And a bad person. A bad person. Yeah. Allegedly.
2: Allegedly. Rumor <laughs> has
1: it. Rumor uh, has uh, it. I know. Brett Favre just dropped his lawsuit against Pat McAfee. I don't, wanna, I don't <laughs> want any lawsuits here. Allegedly. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And talk about somebody with uh, skeletons in the closet. Brett Favre's got a few, too. Uh, anyway, uh, we're not that PC. What you got coming up on Horse Knocked Live? I'm going to
1: talk
2: us? a little bit about financial money. Here we go. Ooh. We're going to talk about the finances. And one of the things that everybody's been talking about is Shohei Atani and ESPN Plus did a great piece on what the insiders believe that Shohei Atani will be making. We've been talking about Ooh. who can be a billionaire Ooh. as a professional baseball player. We might be closer than what we think as Ooh. a professional baseball player.
0: Ooh, the bag.
2: The bag is coming.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh, we got to come back. I can't wait to hear that right yeah. here on Hard Knock Life on Baltimore Live 1049 Horn. I'm Alex Rodriguez
1: and I'm Jason Kelly.
2: Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of folks. but in front of y'all, i speak my mind. There's emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to a 5 one Friday edition on 5-1-2. Uh, Ball don't lie. It's your boy, Hardball Hard. You can follow me on Twitter at HardballHard.com. You can follow my man, Rob Babers, at Rob Babers. And, of course, you can follow the man behind the glass at It's Patrick Davis. Uh, We love it when you're a part of the show, so hit us up on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. And uh, before I get into this conversation about Shohei Ohtani, and I know a lot of people have a lot of answers about Kevin Durant and what's been going on with him and what their thoughts are. We all understand what Kevin Durant is. He's one of the most electric basketball players that is out there. He plays at a very elite level. But we all know in this this game that we call sports – everybody wants to put you in a different category. Mm-hmm. And for him, he he his play put him in a different category. So that is why the conversation of Kevin Durant, if it wasn't here in Austin, Texas, what is the conversation in all of these other places? And the narrative is he has to be better mm-hmm. because of the fact that he was asked to go and play cuz I know a lot of people keep saying he hard he was asked to go and play with the Golden State Warriors. If he didn't if he wasn't asked to go and play with the Golden State Warriors, he still wouldn't have a championship. So let's be honest about it. So the conversation is a legit Mm -hmm. one. It's a fun one. And we all are looking for the answers because we, too, want to see him at the podium by himself and talking about he led a basketball team to a championship. So don't think that we are, are, are attacking his character as a human being. No, all athletes get criticized because when you put yourself in that spot, when you become that type of player, you are him. Mm-hmm. And so the conversation is going to be around it. So that's the interesting part to us in the conversation because when like I said when he was traded to Phoenix, Amen. I was all in on it. Yeah. I thought for sure this was it. I thought this was going to be his opportunity. So it it's a it's a good Good conversation, and I I, I appreciate everybody's Mm -hmm. feedback. That's why we love interacting with you on the 512-337-3776 text line. Uh, I wanted to talk about this conversation about Shohei Otani. It's a great conversation. Uh, great job by Kylie McDaniel uh, for ESPN. It's an insider. And the conversation was about Shohei Ohtani, and we've been talking about it as well, thinking about all these guys that have been getting these paychecks and how are they getting this paycheck and what is next about this paycheck. And it's so much fun because – Baseball is one of those, Rod's talked about it, guarantee. You get that Mm, guaranteed dollar-dollar bill. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact of it. But we are watching a very unique player, someone who can pitch, someone who can hit, and is very effective on both sides of it. We talked about it earlier this year. He's one of the – I think he's the only player to start in an all-star game as a pitcher and bat leadoff in the All-Star game. So it's a very, very unique guide that we are getting a chance mm-hmm. to watch every single day. So here are some of the questions that was asked. And the main question was, how much money should Shohei Ohtani get? And we've thought about it. We talk about the best individual players as as mm-hmm. position players. We've talked about the best pitchers and how the money's going to be combined. And the simple fact that, two. There is DH and uh, a position player, I mean pitcher, at the same time. You can do them both. Mm-hmm. And now that the DH is in both leagues, there's nothing that this young man can't do. Mm-hmm. We've had Gene Watson on for uh, talking about how prolific he is as an athlete, running the bases, being able to do so many different things. So they had 26 responses from their panel, okay. 26 people. And they were grouped in tiers by dollars. So less than $500 million. Six mm. people, six people said, yeah, he would get four years, two hundred and forty million, eight years, four hundred million, eight years, four hundred and twenty, nine years, four twenty seven point five, uh, thirteen years, four hundred and seventy-five, and twelve years, four ninety-two. Still not at that five hundred million dollar contract. So somebody we they were asked. 500 million to 549 million. 14 people said, yes, he should definitely get in that number. Hmm. Now the years are different nine years, 10 years, 10 years, uh, 12 years, 11 years, 12 years, 10 years, 11 years. And here's the funny part about it. So at nine years, he would get 500 million. 10 years, he would get 500 million. 10 years, 510 million. 10 years, 512 million. 12 years, 512. And it goes on and on. 12 years, 525. It's unbelievable, man. 11 years, 526. And 12 years, 528. Wow. So there are so many different numbers. Then they were asked, six people said he deserves over $550 million. 10 years at 550 10 two uh two people said 5 years at 10 million i mean 50 million, 11 years 550 million 12 years 580 million dollars 12 years 600 million and 11 years 600 And five million dollars. So the variance is the the common denominator. People believe that he should get a an 11 year (laughs) salary of total guaranteed money. Total guarantee. Remember, we were talking about baseball is guaranteed. I love it. Five hundred and twenty four point three million with an annual uh, salary of forty seven point five million dollars. Dollars now. As we start sitting here looking at it, Ooh. here's the dilemma: six hundred million. I mean, $600, uh, million dollars with sixty million dollars a year. That's the dilemma that somebody would face. And I ask you this: the only reason why I'm asking you this is because, as a person who has been watching mm. sports and the evolution of the dollar, when it comes to it, the advertising money and how you're going to go about it. When you sit here and you look at what Shohei Atani is able to do. Pitching, uh, uh, batting, he can run the bases. He's done everything you can possibly do in this game, and he's done it at a very high level. Mm -hmm. What is the market value in your eyes? Mm -hmm. Now, here's the last part about it. Don't forget about the endorsement money that he can get being across overseas Mm -hmm. because this goes back to our conversation yesterday about the international game. When we were talking about football, how do you build it? Well, this is a sport that is played all over the place. Mm -hmm. This is a sport that people are playing. they got developmental groups. They've got all kinds of uh, youth groups that are involved in this. This is an opportunity for him to be that nationwide soccer-type player Mm -hmm. because everybody in soccer is getting this big money. You look at what uh, uh, Ronaldo is getting – from the Saudi Arabians talking about like live tour, you're looking at what uh, Messi is about to get Ooh. by going there. Yeah. So, and and the fact that he's a guy that is a one name player, everybody knows Shohei. Yeah, they do. So, what is the market value for a guy like that? And I mean, he's going
0: to set the market.
2: He is definitely because there
0: it. is we've never seen anything like it.
2: It's unbelievable. It's
0: unprecedented. So,
2: and the fact again, dual. Athlete, somebody that can give you everything that you need, the pitcher's mound and at the plate, and he's a guy that you will have in your lineup every single day, one way or another. Puts butts in seats? Yes. Fans will come People out just to, to see him. People want to come and see him. Just to see him. People want to come and see him. Mm. So it's going to be unprecedented the, number, the dollar amount that he's going to get, number mm. one. Number two, the other part of it is how is he going to – not only set the market, but the value moving forward of being a guy that could be a billionaire playing baseball because the endorsement value of this man. We see him in the New Balance commercials. I think we just saw him in like a Powerade. We've talked about him getting some of these other commercials that are seen overseas. He is translating into one of the premier players in sports. Well, yeah, because even his
0: social media following, yes. I believe, is already, if I'm not mistaken, it's either top, it's like top five, top three already mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. Hell, he yes. might be number one. No, I ain't checked him. I, I, I was checking that around the now. World
2: Baseball Classic. I think I was checking that out. I think he is at that number because, of the, no time to, at all. <laughs> because of the fact that he's he's a Japanese player and everybody <laughs> comes to watch him play. Because there's, there, mm. you just don't have a lot of people that, Look like him? You don't playing the sport. No. So I mean, yeah. and uh, at that level, no. He is and he's rec- like so recognizable. Absolutely. One of the biggest issues with baseball
0: is that they their superstars aren't as recognizable. Not not because you can't see their face. Well, that's the big issue with football. Mm-hmm. The big issue is they don't market their stars very well. Agree. And Shohei doesn't really need you to market him. And I remember at one
2: point somebody was, I don't know if it was Shohei that they were talking about. It might have been a different player. But the conversation was always about the fact that, well, he doesn't speak the language. And it's like, it translates, bro. Literally, it translates. And he'll, I mean, obviously he's going to learn, you know,
0: more and more of the language and he as has. he becomes immersed in the culture. Exactly. I, I don't think that's big an issue because I'm with you. I think it does. It it really does kind of translate. And the social media age that we live in, we live in a world of you know images. Um, I don't think yes. it's as big of a deal as it used to be.
2: Yeah. Um, so it's I I I think it's going to be a fascinating fascinating follow because of who he man. is, and this is something that we have never seen. In a sport that is an American sport, to be honest with you, soccer is mm-hmm. international. Baseball is too, but this is something that Americans have been looking at, and we've seen guys make a lot of money at this. Oh yeah! But now it's going to a ho- it's going to transcend this entire baseball market.
0: Yeah, he's about to.
2: I mean, it's like I said. It, I don't even know
0: how you value him. How, what the how right, evaluation? Because there's no nothing to base it on. There's nothing like him that we've seen. So exactly. I don't know how you'd go back to he some say past comments. example and go, yeah, yeah. I mean, he really is. I mean,
2: he's, he's seventy five years. You'll see it again. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But,
0: yeah, uh it's yeah, that's, uh, that's really interesting, and I cannot wait. Who, who are the teams that are going to be in the running for this? Well, the I mean, usual
2: suspects. I think it is Yankees. The oh, of course, the Yankees Dodgers, are going to be there. Somebody was telling me the other Red day. It. They, they strongly spenders? believe that he will stay on the West Coast. The Dodgers so will Dodgers? definitely spend that type of money. We Dodgers know that. spend it. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, yeah. That'd be great. Aren't they Fox? Don't they? Aren't their ownership group? I believe that they used to be Fox. Oh, the Dodgers? The Dodgers. Yeah. I, Murdoch, I believe, at one point owned the Dodgers. If I know I'm Magic not Johnson owned part of it, Magic was of part of it.
0: Yeah. Um, Man, if he stayed on the West Coast, that would be big. That'd be good for baseball, too. Going yeah. as close to Hollywood as possible. yeah
2: um, so oh, yeah, because, you it, know. Yeah, exactly. It was but just you know the Yankees perfectly. and the Mets are going to make a run, Boy, too. Well, New
0: York, you can't complain about them being in New York either. Right. I mean, that's also a mecca, so that'd be great for the game. Um, if he ended up anywhere other than... L.A. or New York. I oh, don't know. You
2: think Kansas City will go? No, I'm, oh, just, please. Kid. I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just kidding.
0: Oh, please.
2: I'm just kidding. That would be good for the game right <laughs> I don't want to see
0: that. Uh, no, all he, right.
1: He'll go to San Diego and then not win anymore. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and become become pedestrian like my man Soto is right now. Is there a sleeper for just I the big spenders? Remember I said the, the Rangers are spending them I dollars. Know, I it. Is it a sleeper? No. I, I don't no know. No shot. It'll be it'll be funny to
1: watch how Man. everybody tries to get into these bidding wars. Yeah. I mean, the Giants have said that they want to spend money. That's another team that's over there that yeah. has some money. That they Remember, may try. they went after Correa. Mm-hmm. They, they went, went after, after Correa. Judge. So they may try and build something in San Francisco. That'd be yeah. good. Uh, and then the Mets, of course, are another team that has been trying to spend a lot of money. That's I think good. the Mets are a better option or a more likely option than the Yankees right now. The Yankees just don't have that. Same money they used to have, right? Like they're the Yankees, but they just paid a lot of money to Aaron Judge, yeah. And I don't know if they have it enough and like be able to get the checkbook written out enough to write a bigger check than they just wrote to Aaron Judge. No,
0: and I like that idea about the Mets because they're desperate in that market. You got Aaron Rodgers in that market now, so they, you know, it's less space. For yeah. the Mets right now, because of the Giants being a playoff team, Jets making moves, and then hell, the Knicks are a playoff team all of a sudden too. So yeah, they got to make the headlines. That's a great way to do it. Yeah, somebody uh,
2: said that the Cubs might be a sleeper as ooh, well. They got money. That's too. a good one yeah. too. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's old money right and there, and that'll be good in Chicago. That would be good for the for the yeah. for the game actually if he's in Chicago. I just didn't in a big a big time market. Big market and I know yeah. I hate to be that guy that says that, but for him especially. He does, I think they need a big market for And him.
2: you need to put him on a team that is looking for that that big splash that can help him win right away. Because he needs
0: to win, too. Yeah, he yeah, needs I to mean, be see, He see him in the playoffs. If he can yes. see the best player in baseball potentially
1: in the playoffs. And if he Absolutely. wants to come to a winner, we'll have him in Houston. He may have to take a pay cut, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, hey. hey, that would be, fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he be ta- fun. He ain't
0: taking no pay cut. <laughs> no, he ain't, no pay. <laughs> he ain't taking no pay cut. All right, we'll come back. We got the off the record on the other side. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9. <laughs> Mega doodoo. I'm sorry, Mangoodoo. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen.
1: Well, I don't get, I get a break day and comb. congratulations. Continue good sex in the sex in the big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another
2: edition of Off the Record.
0: Do it live! I can I'll write it and we'll do it live!
2: And <laughs> thing sucks. Well,
0: the end to that uh intro is fitting because that's how a lot of Longhorn Baseball fans feel right now. Uh Arch, we're gonna get to off the record. We don't have enough time, so let's just uh talk about the unfortunate ugly elephant in the room. Texas baseball took the
2: L. Magado-doo. <laughs> <laughs> do Man, Man, Texas baseball takes an L tonight. Yeah. Um Luckily they will play another game, uh six thirty. 615 uh Craigway and Roger Wallace will take over the airs right here on 104.9. But Texas loses to San Jose State 6 to 4. Zane Morehouse takes the L. And here's the deal. Here's here's one of the things that really, you know, you could sit here and look at it and try to figure out why and what's ended up happening. Yeah. You got to you you got to win these games because you make an adjustment, you plan a doubleheader because you're trying to get these wins in and another team, which that's how baseball go. You got to go out there and execute and you got to go out there and play well. So for Texas to go out there, Lucas Gordon went five innings, gave up two earned runs, uh, pitched okay. I mean, he wasn't overpowering, but he only gave up two runs. Mm. So with that being said, Texas needed to uh, uh, figure out a way to get this game and, they didn't get it done today. But I will give this out. Uh, Dylan Campbell got another hit, so he extended his hitting hey, streak to 28 hey, games. It is a record at the University of Texas. That go. is his and his alone, Damn and right. he's extending it. But him. I guarantee you he would have much rather had a victory as opposed to that base hit.
0: Um, Yeah, because uh, this San Jose team is not very good, right? No. Okay. Not very hit, good. Make sure we get
2: that out there. But again, you gotta play. Yeah, no, I gang.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, at this point in the season, yes. Yeah, um, you gotta find a way to you know be playing your best baseball uh, because it's about it's about that time.
2: It is about that <laughs> time. One hundred percent. All
0: right. So uh, uh, unfortunate uh, loss for Texas baseball, but they got another one coming up. Double header. That's why we're off early at six fifteen. Um, so we'll come back. We'll get into the NFL schedule release. We may or may not play the schedule game. We're still not really sure about it. That may come up next. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, We'll get into the schedule, uh, the details, uh, and our reactions from the schedule release from yesterday. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.